This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The master conductor of the universe is God. Only God knows how the orchestra of life is meant to play out and what instruments must be played. And each and every one of us is an instrument, and the master conductor of the universe knows when you're not playing your instrument. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. One of my favorite books and children's movies of all time is The Jungle Book. I watched it with my kids so many times that even today, like 25 years later, I can still sing every song and remember every line. And as it is with many movies that are made for kids, the writers know that lots of them are going to be watched with the parents. And so there's many witty and subtle innuendos that they include in the scripts. You see, they say that there's only so many themes and that most tales are just a variation on one or the other of them. And I found that to be true. Some of the themes that seem outdated and even sociologically negative are like that of a sleeping beauty that needs a prince's kiss to awaken her or that of an enslaved girl who needs a prince to put a glass slipper on her foot and restore her to freedom. Even a beast of a man who needs the love of a woman to restore him to human form. Now, many of the modern-day children's movies have sort of corrected these biases, but there was always something about Jungle Book that compelled me time and time again. So, it is really no surprise that one of my favorite quotes about the value of unity without uniformity and mutual responsibility comes from its writer, Rudyard Kipling. For the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack, he said. Now, Aristotle said that we should find the good, seek unity, ignore the divisions among us. Hmm. Well, there's truth in both quotes, but they beg the question, what should unity lead to? Is it the seeking of strength, as in the Kipling quote? The understanding that the leader is only as strong as the pack and the pack is only as strong as the leader? Do we always have to ignore the divisions among us? Don't the divisions sometimes make the nuance and the beauty more rewarding? You know, Claude Debussy once said that music is the silence between the notes, that there's a place for every note, and even the silence is a note unto itself. Many years ago, I learned the story of the brilliant and exacting conductor of the last century, Arturo Toscanini. He was renowned not only for his mastery as a conductor, but also for his exacting nature. You see, his ear was so keen that given his deep understanding of how the music should sound, even the slightest off note or missing part was super jarring to him, and often it enraged him. He demanded absolute adherence to the notes, impeccable timing, and heaven help you if you were off. So the story goes that he was having his biography written, and a writer accompanied him everywhere. One evening, he was listening to a very famous piece on radio that was going to be conducted by a different conductor. 
and he preferred to listen alone, so he asked his biographer not to accompany him. But the biographer understood that even observing how the master conductor listened would be informative. He asked if he could please stay, and Toscanini agreed on the condition that he stay silent throughout the long concert, so the biographer, of course, agreed. Now, at the end of the experience, Toscanini noticed that something was off. He asked the biographer if he had, in fact, noticed that as well. He said, My familiarity with his overture is great, believe me. I know what it's supposed to sound like. There should, in fact, be exactly 14 violins in that orchestra. But in the recording of this overture, I only heard 13 violins. One violin is missing, I am certain. So the following day, the biographer did his own research, and in fact, Toscanini was correct. The recording was done with one absent violinist. His mastery was so profound that those four missing strings marred the experience for him. Well, my friends, the master conductor of the universe is God. Only God knows how the orchestra of life is meant to play out and what instruments must be playing. And each and every one of us is an instrument, and the master conductor of the universe knows when you're not playing your instrument. And it doesn't matter if you're a simple triangle in the percussion section or you're a first chair violinist. It's not relevant if you play the drums or double bass or you're the bell that's rung only once in the entire concert. You are purposefully and intentionally here and you must play your instrument. And each of us is part of a greater song, a greater whole that is dependent upon us. You know, the missing tile syndrome is the idea that you walk into a room lavishly decorated with mosaic and one single tile is missing and the eye goes immediately to the one missing tile. You know, if your expensive car loses just one chip, one little part, it can fell the entire automobile. If the recipe misses one ingredient, it simply doesn't taste the same. So instead of worrying about the other person's role or the other person's instrument Our job is to take responsibility for our own without comparing and contrasting it to our fellows. That is one way to take mutual responsibility. Because there can be no wholeness if we ourselves diminish or undervalue our roles, our note in the concerto. If we diminish ourselves, we affect the beauty of the overall design, which was not ours to make in the first place. The master conductor of the universe wants you to take responsibility for one another, but knows that this value cannot be complete unless we also take responsibility and pride in our own roles. The Jewish people are one entity, born of 600,000 core souls. Each of us is an orchestral maneuver in the dark, part of each other, and deeply interconnected. We are, to quote you 2 and Bono in their epic song, One Heart. One heart, but we're not the same. We've got to carry each other, carry each other. So back to Jungle Book and Rudyard Kipling. I want to share more of that Law of the Jungle quote that I referenced before. Listen to this. When Pack meets with Pack in the jungle, and neither will go from the trail, Lie down till the leaders have spoken. 
it may be fair words shall prevail. When ye fight with a wolf of the pack, ye must fight him alone and afar, lest others take part in the quarrel and the pack be diminished by war. This is the final lesson in unity and mutual responsibility. Warring diminishes all of us. We are weaker when we allow differences to divide us rather than focusing on what unites us. This week, can you embrace your own role and importance in the orchestra of life, knowing that the master conductor makes no mistakes? You are exactly who you were meant to be, exactly where you were supposed to be, and your job is to make music in that moment. Can we strengthen our own self-concept so that jealousy and envy do not create quarrel? Because it's a jungle out there, and our job is to tame it. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.